And welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 45, Mental Health and You. I appreciate it wholeheartedly for you joining me today to take a listen with Wide Open Spaces with Elise. This podcast evolved out of COVID-19. Me trying to find myself trying to utilize my therapy skills as a therapist, and just trying to connect with people out there in the world with quarantine in the beginning of COVID. Things have changed drastically since a year ago in the beginning of COVID. But I'm 45 episodes out in my podcast, and my podcast has evolved also with COVID, with the pandemic, and our changing world. I talk about coping skills, leisure skills, ways to incorporate these into your daily routines. Not the typical, not the common. We all know the common coping skills. This is time to dig deep. And we talk about different topics here that I hope whichever one you pick that you feel that you can relate to, you may not relate to all of them. You may go back to the beginning and you can hear the difference of how my podcast was almost a year ago to the way it is now. It evolved as we've all evolved in the past year. With that, I'd like to start out with this quote. My dark days made me stronger. Or maybe I already was strong and they made me prove it. Emery Lord. I got this from Joan London. She posted this on Facebook. And I just thought, it really made me think. Let me read it to you one more time. My dark days made me stronger. Or maybe I already was strong. And they made me prove it. Emery Lord. And I think that's so poignant because sometimes we just feel that when we're posed with a crisis or something difficult, that we have to learn how to be stronger. Maybe that strength was always there deep down inside of us. We really just didn't know how to pull it out or tap into that strength. And something like a pandemic made you dig deep and find those strengths. Maybe out of desperation, maybe out of boredom, maybe just trying to cope with illness, depending on what your job was, whether you're a frontline worker. I mean, we all know when we look at it from a year ago, how those frontline workers, their lives were absorbed with saving people. They always were strong. Maybe they didn't know it, but it was always there. And it just took this pandemic for them to really see it. So May is Mental Health Awareness Month, if you didn't know that. And I would be remiss not to address this. And that's why this podcast is titled Mental Health and You. Each mind matters. Remember that in Mental Health Awareness Month and every month and day from here on in, that each mind matters. I'd also like to, before I start my topic for today, to shout out a couple of hotlines that help with different mental health issues. The first one is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-TALK, 
talk or 8255. 1-800-273-TALK or 8255. That is in, in English. For Spanish, there is a lifeline chat that you can go on at National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. For National Domestic Violence Hotline, it's 1-800-799-7233. 1-800-799-7233. Or text LOVE IS, L-O-V-E-I-S, to 22522. The National Child Abuse Hotline is one 800 for a child or 1-800-422-4453. The National Sexual Assault Hotline is 1-800-656-HOPE or 4673. You can also go online to the National Sexual Abuse website. Veterans Crisis Line is 1-800-273-TALK or 8255. Disaster Distress Helpline, call or text to 1-800-985-5990. And for an elder care locator, 1-800-677-116. Thank you for letting me share that. I think it's very important that we identify that there are a lot of ways out there that we can seek help when we are in crisis. And being in crisis is not a weakness. It's not a fault. We are all in crisis in some time of our lives. And that is what has been my focus for the past year and why I want to highlight it in Mental Health Awareness Month. COVID has been a horrible thing. It still is a horrible thing in other countries, especially India, Africa. But things are changing in America. And in some countries, in Europe also, things are changing. So much ugliness we've seen during this pandemic We've seen political ugliness. We've seen death. We've seen people arguing their views. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Get a vaccine, don't get a vaccine. We've seen people struggle financially. People lose their jobs. People standing or driving in food lines. People applying for unemployment people who have never done that in their entire lives. But another thing that has been so prevalent in the past year is mental health issues. Now, you may raise an eyebrow when I say this, but one thing that's positive, and I can identify a few, but this particular thing that's positive from COVID is that people have started to understand mental health issues more. You see, for any of you who have suffered or had family members who have suffered from mental health issues, 
from anything from anxiety to schizophrenia. Know that there was a stigma or people felt there was a stigma. And people really didn't talk about mental health issues. They didn't tell their friends. They didn't discuss it with their families because there's a stigma. But something happened during COVID. And that's why I say positive, because the average day person started to feel depressed, started to have anxiety, but just not normal anxiety, extreme anxiety, mood swings, sadness, feeling like they couldn't go on. People that never felt these things before due to this isolative nature of a pandemic, taking all the stimuli that we were used to out of our lives and we were just sitting with ourselves, some people were even alone in their homes during the pandemic without other people around them. FaceTiming is great and Zooming is great, but physical presence of people. And so something happened. Mental health hotlines saw an increase. Zoom therapy sessions saw an increase. People seeking out psychiatrists and psychologists saw an increase. And yes, it is horrible that COVID has created such a mental health crisis. But it's also taught people to accept and to feel more comfortable reaching out to people. I mean, a year or two ago, a Zoom therapy session? Never. An intake by a psychologist or a psychiatrist? Never by Zoom. Always in person. Group therapy on a Zoom? Never before. And what is so positive and interesting about it and innovative is that when you do have mental health issues from minor to major, sometimes it's very hard to reach out. So to have that at your fingertips in your computer helps break that barrier for yourself if you're hesitant. And hopefully as time goes on, you will have in-person doctor sessions and therapy sessions and group therapy sessions. It's okay to not be okay is what I want us to all take from the mental health experience that we've all had in this past year. It's okay to not be okay. Did you learn that? Did you get that from being home? That it was okay to not be okay? And if you're not there yet, you need to start telling yourself that. We are not perfect by any means. And nobody expects us to be perfect. And if you have people in your lives that expect you to be perfect, well, maybe some separation is needed. Because nobody is infallible. 
Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has weaknesses. And it's okay. And when those weaknesses start to take over, it's time to seek help. And there may have been people who were having mental health issues before the pandemic. And due to the isolation and the time spent away from society, you started to notice it more because you didn't have as many distractions. And that's good too, because hopefully in that time and that quiet time, noticing that you really have an issue, that you seeked help, that you got therapy, or you found ways to help reduce that anxiety. It's all about self-exploration. It's all about getting to know yourself. If anything that I've learned from getting older, if I break down each stage of my life, I see how I've grown, how I've learned, how I've gotten to know myself. Ways I never knew my, in my, about myself in my 20s and, and 30s and even 40s. And that's why I think they say 50 is the new 40, because we're in this kind of world where we are encouraging self-exploration and we're getting to know ourselves better. Isn't that something good? Something positive? And if you're afraid to get to know yourself better, sit down and think why. What do you have to lose? Nothing. If you uncover things about yourself, then those were things that were affecting you your whole life. You just didn't realize it. And if you uncover it and you deal with it and you work through it, you grow, you move forward. So if you are suppressing things and not trying to get to know yourself better, maybe it's time to try to get to know you, the mental health of you. Only you know yourself the best. No doctor does, no therapist does. Because even when you sit in those sessions, there's always part of you that you keep to yourself. Your spouse doesn't know everything about you. Your friends, your children, your parents. Only you know everything. Only you have the key. It's time to unlock it if it's been locked for a long time. Because society is more accepting now. And that should give you the strength and to feel empowered to start to deal with some of those issues, minor or major. Okay, so I came along the, of this hashtag, which I just kept looking at. Hashtag coronaphobia. Hashtag coronaphobia. I mean, what does that really mean? Fear of, fear of corona, yeah. Fear of getting sick, yeah. But now it's taking on a new meaning. The CDC just announced no mask mandates up to the states, but the CDC is saying you don't need a mask outside if you've been vaccinated and you don't need a mask inside if you're vaccinated. Why is that coronaphobia? It is. Because we've had this thing strapped across our mouths and noses, around our ears for the past year. It's become, for some, a security blanket. 
safety, protection. So we're all starting to integrate back into society. Some of you, you're out there and you're going. But statistics and studies are showing that there's this coronaphobia. This phobia of getting back into life. Because you've changed in the past year, number one. Number two, you're hand sanitizing your hands to death. Making them dry, breaking them down. You're washing everything. You're cleaning everything. You're wearing your masks. So how do we go from A to Z? Because really in one week it was hand sanitized, which they still say. We don't have to wipe everything down anymore. And now you don't have to wear your mask if you're vaccinated. So how do you change? How do you just let go? I mean, I'm sure for many people, they can just let go. But I know a lot of people who can't. And I've read a lot of studies about it. Now the studies are new, obviously. Because we're all observing. Scientists are observing just as the same way you and I are. It's just what their perspective is and what ours is. So how do you get back out there? How do you take that mask off and not feel a little nervous? Not feel a little scared? Well, guess what? You don't have to take the mask off. You can keep it on till you're ready. Just because someone said you don't need a mask on if you've been vaccinated doesn't mean you have to take it off. You take it off when you're ready, when you're comfortable. The best way to handle any uncomfortable situation for yourself is to ease yourself into it. So don't feel that pressure to take it off. It doesn't matter if people look at you if people stare at you, so they'll think you're one of the non-vaccinated if you're wearing your mask. Who cares? And let me tell you, there are plenty of people that I know who are not vaccinated who are not going to wear their masks. So there's no way to tell. You do you. Wear it or don't wear it if you're vaccinated. Now, I really went out yesterday for the first time, like into a store, since they said you don't need a mask on inside if you've been vaccinated. And it was a Marshalls. So pretty big store, right? I only saw one person not wearing a mask. Now you can't tell me that was the only person who was vaccinated because I was vaccinated, my daughter was vaccinated, and I guarantee most of the people in that store were vaccinated, but they were still wearing their mask. So it supports these theories that these scientists and therapists have that just because the CDC says something, we've grown into this new way of life that took us a long time to get used to. And now you're saying drop it. And we're only human. Remember, go back to that it's okay to not be okay. Remember that. It's okay if I don't want to take my mask off yet. And it's okay if you do, if you're vaccinated. Don't feel the pressure from others. That anxiety is only going to work on you. Be powerful in yourself. Be powerful in your decision. I don't care if people look at me 
whether I have a mask on or not. Because when there was a mask mandate, there were plenty of people outside who didn't have them on. And I still had mine on. And I got weird looks. So be you. Do you. Now it's summer coming. And there's a lot of changes we're all going to start making. Because things are opening up, you're going to start to socialize more, especially if you live in winter-type states. You're going to be able to get outside more and be with people more, even if you do social distance. Is this causing you stress and anxiety? I mean, think about it. You haven't been with crowds of people socializing in a really long time. Some of you might have, but the majority of the country hasn't. Do you think you're going to feel anxious being in a group of people? Do you notice that relationships have changed over the past year? Are you not sure that you fit in with those same friends? Are you concerned about that? Are you feeling pressure to socialize? These are things that are, people are going to start to deal with now. Now that the mass mandate has changed, now that we're having a higher percentage of vaccinated people, I mean, the cases are going down incredibly. It's such great news since the vaccine has um, been rolled out and so many people have had at least their first vaccine. So we're going to organically start to change and start to be with people and we're gonna be asked to go to things. Again, you be you. If anything was taught to you from COVID is to not feel the pressure of others because you were alone and you were home and you weren't around people that were asking you to go here and there and maybe you didn't feel like going, but you know how it is. Friends ask us to go someplace and we don't feel like it, but we still go because we don't want to have FOMO or they, they beg us to go. And during COVID, that didn't happen. So you do you. If you don't feel like you want to be in a crowd of people and you feel like socializing with just one or two people right now is for you, then that's what you do. Learn from to not feel the pressure. You're protecting your own mental health. I mean, I realized this with myself. This was about two months ago. Before there, you know, there still was the mask mandate. A lot of people still weren't vaccinated. And I met with a group of girlfriends in a backyard outside. Half of them were vaccinated. Half of them weren't. Socializing, you know, talking, having some wine. And I felt so much anxiety. And I didn't know why. And it wasn't because some of them had their masks off eating. We were outside. It didn't bother me. I walk my dog all the time and talk to people outside with no masks on. That didn't bother me. It was that it was the first time that I was in a larger group social situation. And I realized the minute I got in my car, I try to analyze right away in that moment, why was I so anxious? It's because I just hadn't been in that social scenario in such a long time that all the different conversations going on and people talking over each other and 
topics that might be hard to talk about or upsetting was just causing this anxiety for me. And so I had to say to myself, okay, I'm going to gradually, now that things are open, I'm going to gradually move into it for myself. And when I'm ready to be in a group scenario again, I will. But it's when I'm ready. See, I get to make that decision. You get to make that decision. And if you're good to go, to go sit in a social situation with about 10 people, fantastic. I'm happy for you. But for all, some of us, we're not. And we have to take into account our mental health. Because we don't need to cause any undue anxiety if we don't have to. It's again about getting to know yourself. And if you've noticed that you're really not like the friends that you've been socializing with, that you don't feel connected to them anymore, and you don't feel part of that anymore, give it a try again because we really don't know all the effects that COVID has had on us emotionally. But if you give it a try and you still just don't feel connected, you may have just changed or you may have just found yourself. And it's okay to ease yourself away from people that you don't feel connected with anymore. It's not cruel. It's not mean. It's just you taking care of you and knowing what your needs are. So we have the fear of all of a sudden now we don't have to wear masks. We have, we're going to be socializing more and all that that entails. Another thing that comes with summer is travel. I remember last year, May. And I'm still like in this kind of like denial zone of what, oh, it's going to be gone in a couple of months and whatever. And I'm still trying to plan my European vacation. And my husband looks at me and goes, we're not going to Europe. And it was a devastating blow because we travel every summer and really look forward to it. It's a time for physical, emotional, and mental growth. So no vacation last summer. But now this summer, we can go places. We can fly. Some of the cruise lines are opening up if you've been vaccinated. I mean, the rentals of RVs are off the charts. I mean, it's hard to even rent one because people are going to take these cross-country tours in RVs. I know people flying to California, to Arizona, and just places all over the United States. And today, the EU is opening up travel from the U.S. to the EU. So if you want to go to Europe, you're more than welcome to. Don't know what their qualifications are for it, other than you must be vaccinated. But I don't know if there's a test when you get there or what. But things are changing. Things are opening up. There's little glimpses of what life used to be like. Okay, but we're used to sanitizing everything and our hands and the masks and so now you're going to go in a hotel and you're going to fly and you're going to... Now for some of you, yippee, you're ready to go. But the other half is very nervous and very scared and it's created this social anxiety, this 
this anxiety that a lot of people never had before. I mean, some people always were nervous to fly, but they flew or they didn't fly. Now you're somebody who hasn't flown in at least a year for travel and you're thinking about taking a trip, but the idea of flying is just too overwhelming. So my recommendation to you is baby steps. Don't not go away this summer. We'll be given the chance to start to open our lives up again. We've all been praying for this for the past year. But that doesn't mean it doesn't come with anxiety and nervousness and apprehension because we've trained our brain over the past year to protect ourselves physically, emotionally. So take baby steps. You know, it's hard to go into a hotel if you haven't been in one yet in a year. People getting in the elevator with you, knowing there was somebody in that room before you, that can be quite overwhelming. So take a baby step. Maybe go stay one night in a hotel, not too far from home, just in case you can't handle it. You can still clean everything down if you feel the need to do that and still wear your mask and whatever you need to do. But take a baby step. Ease yourself into it. Don't jump into it if you feel that it's going to cause a panic attack or an anxiety attack because nobody's forcing you. Remember, you be you. If you're in a family and they want to go away and you're not ready, you have to express that. And they need need to make them understand why. And that you're not saying no, you're just saying, let's start out small. Let's not just jump on a plane right away. Ease yourself into it. You see, there's no playbook for this. I mean, they had the Spanish flu back in 1918. Uh, I don't think any of us were there. So this is a new playbook in modern society. And we're all learning together. And there's all kinds of phobias and fears that have come out of this. Some people will unfortunately live with for the rest of their lives, and that is extremely sad. And some are just temporary phobias that we have to ease ourselves out of. Retrain our brain to accept that what a year ago was is different now. And to be thankful for that. To really be thankful. And if you are listening to me and you are in a place that is still struggling and your cases aren't going down, follow the rules. Clean your hands. Sanitize. Wear your mask. Social distance. Limit your exposure. There's proof that it works. And I know I have people that have listened to me in India and Australia and the United Kingdom and Iceland. And I know you're all experiencing different things in the United States. But start to look at the countries that are starting to get better. We're getting better. There is hope for all of us, no matter where you live. If we follow, it will come. We're seeing that in the United States. And when that time comes for you, re-listen to this podcast or remember the tips that I've given you. There's no pressure. There's no pressure at all. The only one that can put that pressure on you is you.
remember that. And what they're calling this, they're giving this a title of starting to get back into society as re-entry anxiety. Think about that. This is a new term. Re-entry anxiety. We're re-entering back into society. I know people have been working from home and their offices are looking at September and August to start having people come back to the offices. We're re-entering society. We're thinking about travel. We're thinking about socializing and going into places we haven't gone into for a year. So remember, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to have that re-entry anxiety. It's normal. It's to be expected. However, if you've tried to cope and you tried to re-enter and you're having a phobia and a fear that you just can't get past, not wanting to leave your home still, please seek out help. Don't let this spiral. Because unfortunately, as we re-enter more into society, you will become more isolated and you really want to get this at the beginning so that you can re-enter back into society. Remember we talked about that Zoom. You're not willing to go into a doctor or therapist's office or a group therapy session. It's right at your fingertips. Whether you have a computer or a, a, a smartphone, it's at your fingertips. And if you don't have that, Get a book, a self-help book is out there. But if you are in an extreme situation, please seek help. I gave you those hotlines in the beginning of the podcast. You can research other hotlines out there depending on what your needs are. Help you, help yourself. That's part of getting to know you and what makes you tick. And there's something you need to remember. And I... Don't think that this is um, something that we were programmed to have, to know. As we get older, we change. We change physically. Our bodies start to ache more. Things start to change. We fight it. But we have to eventually realize that we're getting older. Our bodies are changing. But as that's changing, our thoughts are changing. Our emotions are changing, our habits are changing, and things that might not have made us feel anxious before do make us feel anxious now. Or tragedy has caused depression that you've never had before. Reach out for help. Remember what I talked about in the beginning with Mental Health Awareness Month. One of the positives that's come out of COVID is the acceptance of mental health issues. That it doesn't have to be this taboo thing or thing you can't share with your spouse or your parents, or your children or your friends or your coworkers or even your boss. Because we've become more of an accepting society because each of us in our own right, during that first few months of that quarantine, all had to learn how to cope. And we all felt anxious and we all felt depressed. 
and we all felt isolated and powerless. And because we've all felt that, it's given us, if you didn't before, have a better understanding of people who do have mental health issues. Remember, mental health issues doesn't mean you're insane, quote unquote. Don't like that word, but people use that word. It just means that you're losing a little bit of the reins on your life. And you've got to figure out, how can I gain the control? What are the coping skills that I need? Some may need medication. Some may try natural ways, herbs, whatever it may be. But at least you're trying and at least the society is accepting. So it's easier for you to talk out about and it's easier for you to research. So as you're having this re-entry stage and we all have it and if it's causing you anxiety, it's okay. Stop, think how you're going to deal with it and what is causing that anxiety. And maybe you need to take those baby steps. We are all on this crazy journey. There's no other way to put it. It's just, it feels like every month, every week, there's new information and new things they say we can do. And people who have differences are coming out more and we're seeing arguing and don't argue. If you don't want to get a vaccine, you be you. But if your friend wants to be vaccinated, let them be them. And if someone chooses not to be around you because you don't wear a mask and you're not vaccinated, you have to be able to accept that. Not to berate them, not to put your friend down or your family member down. Think about that and think about that before you put that post on Instagram or Facebook, putting someone down for their beliefs. I have good friends who are not vaccinated and they have their reasons. As long as they social distance with me and keep their mask on, I have no problem being around them. But if they can't respect that, then I don't need to be around them. And for the people that I also know who are not vaccinated and do not want to wear their mask, I won't be seeing you. And you need to accept that of me. And I need to accept that of you. But don't lash out at people, please, for their decisions they have made. You may not agree. I don't agree. But I respect them for their decision. And if the respect isn't there on both sides, well, it might be time to let go. And really, be careful what you post on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat. Don't tell people they're putting poison into their body if they've been vaccinated. That's your belief. Keep it to yourself. Because one thing that I would hate to see come out of this is to lose family members, loved ones, friends, not from COVID, but because you couldn't have respect for each other's decision. And that's all part of mental health, folks. That's why I'm bringing it up. Be aware of your environment. Respect others. 
Be kind. You don't know what somebody's going through. You may not know why that person doesn't want to get vaccinated. If it bothers you, ask them. Understand them. Respect them. As long as they respect you. If not, it may be a tough decision. We are all human. We are all going through this weird, difficult, sad, struggling time together. But we're moving into a new stage. There's light at the end of that tunnel. I see it. I feel it. Let's not fall apart now with disrespecting people. We're almost there. We're almost there. Take care of yourself. Know you. Get to know you. And be you. And embrace you. And please reach out to a friend, a family member, or a professional if you need help. And don't forget those hotlines. Thank you for joining me for episode 45, Mental Health and You. This is Mental Health Awareness Week. If you've ever wanted to learn about it or understand it, Google, read a book, get to know it better. If there's someone in your life who suffers from extreme mental health issues, learn about it so you can get to understand them a little bit better. So go out there and explore all those wide open spaces in your world because we are allowed to explore more now, which is really exciting. And remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. And until next week, my friends, ciao.